This is IGN. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is IGN. A steady stride into the further. This is your IGN review of Insidious, The Red Door by Tom Jorgensen. As Blumhouse's first wholly original franchise, there's always a sense of homecoming when we get a new Insidious movie, and after the first two prequel chapters that diverted attention to Lynn Chase medium Elise, this feeling permeates Insidious The Red Door. Patrick Wilson returns to the series as both an actor and a first-time director, and refocuses the action on the Lambert family, whose journeys into the atmospheric netherworld of the further have left their strength as a unit broken coming full circle back to the Lamberts and pushing those characters to reckon with the effect the first two films had on them provides the Red Door with fertile ground to stage a headier, if less terrifying, take on those bedrock Blumhouse movies. The Red Door picks up nine years after the Lambert haunting with a slightly altered version of Chapter 2's ending. Father and son astral projectors Josh, Patrick Wilson, and Dalton, Ty Simpkins, elect to have their memories of the first two movies and of their abilities wiped in an effort to prevent the hungry entities of the further. But the blissful ignorance of that fade-to-white happy ending was short-lived. Though Josh and Dalton can't remember any specifics, the psychological scarring of the lipstick-faced demons' attacks fractured their family, with Josh in particular unable to express himself in the midst of a worsening brain fog. Dalton is similarly haunted, but a passion for art, a cute nod to his drawings from the first film, seems to have kept him on the rails. A death in the family and Dalton's simultaneous departure for college puts great strain on the Lamberts, and this time of transition represents a chance for the entities of the further to attempt to cross over into the living world once again. In his directorial debut, Patrick Wilson strikes a franchise-best balance between family melodrama and how Insidious's supernatural elements illustrated. The Further has always been a charmingly lo-fi horror locale, but The Red Door feels like the first time it, and the entities which call it home, has been used effectively as a microcosm for the character arcs being pushed along. Dalton's art teacher, Chaim Abbas, encourages him to sink further into his subconscious as he works on his big project, a painting of a red door he's seeing in his nightmares. As these trance-like sessions bring secrets about his connection to the spirit world bubbling to the surface, both Dalton's relationship with Josh and the appetite of the restless spirits becomes more severe. This shared Sins of the Father storyline and journey towards reconciliation is a simple but solid thematic base to root the evil entity's hunger in and is lent weight by Wilson's and Simpkins' earnest performances. As Dalton, Simpkins in particular has to walk a fine line between the predictable angst of an 18-year-old and the genuine suspicion with which he has to treat Wilson's Josh. By and large, Simpkins strikes this balance very well and maintains a measure of vulnerability for a character who easily could have fallen into the broody art kid archetype. Josh is on a somewhat parallel track to Dalton in putting his demons to bed. Haunted by further entities as a child himself, Josh always struggled to engage with the spectral attacks on his family, but his tendency to push through things without talking about them has fully caught up with him here. Compared to the boisterous family man of the first two movies, 
Wilson plays Josh as a harried husk in the red door and shines in the moments where the character's barely holding it together. The increased focus on depth for Josh and Dalton reduces Renai, Rose Byrne, and Foster, Andrew Astor, to sounding boards for the lead character struggles, usually through over-the-phone exposition dumps that routinely drag down the pace. As director, Wilson's horror chops are at their most fruitful during the Red Door's luxurious long takes, and he's able to sustain significant stretches of dread around that strength. For as famous as the Insidious films are for their jump scares, they're usually at their best and most creative in the build-up to the fright, forcing us to stop trusting the corners of our eyes. The writing is on the wall for Josh as soon as he agrees to go into an MRI machine. Great time for a pee break, claustrophobes. But Wilson uses smart edits and escalating panic in his performance to turn that screw for as long as is sustainable before paying it off with the inevitable punchline. Wilson pushes the sensibility during daylight scares, too, with one early appearance of a spirit playing out in a single take that goes on for what feels like a full minute, reestablishing that creeping, creepy tone that has always been a calling card for the series. Being involved with the franchise since the beginning, and a frequent collaborator of James Wan's to boot, it shouldn't be much of a surprise that Wilson is so attuned to the hallmarks of the Insidious movies, but his ability to execute them so confidently gives the Red Door an identity consistent with what Wan did in Insidious and Insidious Chapter 2, all while better illuminating the drama. Even if it starts to rely too heavily on surface-level startles, Insidious the Red Door is a satisfying conclusion to the Lambert family's long nightmare journey into the further. First-time director Patrick Wilson grounds the Red Door's drama in simple stakes, a son trying to forgive his father, and the film is at its best when focusing its horror on playing out that dynamic. Though the supporting cast and college setting could have used more attention, the Red Door wears its heart on its sleeve and generates enough dread in the quiet moments to sustain it through the less effective jump scares. Thanks for listening. My name is Tony Jackson, and for the latest updates on Insidious, the Red Door, and more, visit us at IGN.com. Spoken Layer. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.